stay classy Philadelphia. Doc, Yikes. what a weekend of basketball. I know people like to say basketball is back whenever there's a good string of pretty good games, but I would definitely say it definitely peaked a lot of casual fans' interest to watch these playoff games, Doc. But how are you doing, sir? How was the weekend? Did you enjoy the sun sitting by the pool drinking a Stella? I didn't have a Stella. I should have. Um, it was great, though, man. Uh, what a great weekend. Um, great weekend of basketball. Um, you know, this, this this particular weekend must have been sponsored by Morton, the makers of Epson uh, <laughs> Table Salt. Right? Yeah, I was say Table Salt. Table Salt. Uh, they, they might make Epsom Salt. I'm not even sure. But they made the table salt uh, because, you know, it seemed like every time I woke up, I was dehydrated from the salty tears that were just falling out of the sky, um, starting with Brooklyn. Um, okay. We can start off with Brooklyn. So I have no idea. How the Nets let the Milwaukee Bucks? They, they didn't because you know I told you this whole the whole series. The Bucks, their punches have been weak. Yep, they've been you know arm flailing, not really throwing any haymakers, but little baby jabs here and there. Not like snap jabs like the old WWE games, uh, but these little you know. I'm not a sissy yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would like that one. Um, but the Nets kind of just let them hang around, um, which is it just seems to be the theme of this playoffs. Teams just letting teams hang around. Pretty much. Um, I, I would say this, and I don't know if you'll get this reference, but it was from Family Guy where uh, there was a boxing match between uh, Mike Tyson and I forgot the old lady's name. And mm-hmm. Mike is just yamming on this chick. And she's right. just like, I'm going to bop you one young man. And that was the Bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm they basically just tired them out. Like mm. anyone who says that Kevin Durant is to blame for them losing this series don't know basketball and should not right. talk about it anymore. Period. Right. Unbelievable. Period. Um, so, yeah, that, that is unbelievable. So I, I remember looking at this game, and I didn't know if you noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this to be peculiar. Okay. Not one bench point from the Nets. <laughs> I hardly ever see that, Uh, but they only ran a seven-man rotation. Obviously, Mike D'Antoni's on the bench, so this makes sense. Of course. Uh, Not one bench point, Um, despite they only running two people from the bench. Not really. Honestly, just Jeff Green. I mean, Landry Shannon kind of got in for a little bit, but he kind of kept getting. Taken right back out. Taken right back out. And and the thing about it is this strategy didn't work. I mean, James Harden played 52 minutes and only scored 22 points. 
50 Bruce Brown. Okay. I, uh, okay. Are you going to give him that at 10th of a second? I was going to, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but that is 53 minutes. Uh, Bruce Brown, 52 minutes, 14 points. Blake Griffin played 40 minutes, 17 points. Joe Harris, 46 minutes, 10 that, points. That, that's the one that hurt. Uh, but people are saying that Kevin Durant's 53 minutes, 48 points, nine rebounds, six assists, uh, one block, one steal. Game seven uh, high in NBA history. But he let the team down. Because he, you, he was gassed, okay? He played all of, all of game yeah. six and all of game seven plus overtime. I think he only so, had like a minute or two rest. We're talking about a toe away from winning this game. A toe. A toe. Like, had he been in Harlem Knights and they would have shot off the pinky toe, he would have won this game. I saw what you did there. That was pretty But the Bucks move on. Um, they, they obviously they played well. Giannis played 50 minutes. Um, Chris Middleton played 52 minutes. Drew Holiday 48. Um, PJ Tucker hit you know some of those threes that you know you need him to hit just a few, but he scored 11 points. Obviously he fouled out because he's playing one of the best players you know in the league. Yeah, but, um, the, but how he got fouled out? I mean, as controversy as as controversial as it was, because a mm-hmm. lot of people were upset about that. Mm-hmm. Your job is to not let your emotions take over. And he let his emotions take over. It's tough because, and of course, the media. Put, the media. Yeah, you know, you know, the media, you know what the media did. I mean, they was like, oh, you know, he's out there, you know, going back and forth with Mrs. Kevin Durant's mom, you know. Um, but well, you know, I, I think PJ about that crap. <laughs> I think there's something that was said this weekend that I never even noticed. I mean, I know PJ Tucker's been playing defense for a long time. He's playing great defense, um, but he's never been on a defensive a defensive team, an NBA defensive team. Yeah, and I, I found that to be pretty shocking. Um, I don't know. That's so crazy. Because he has been playing great defense. I mean, we're asking him to play one through five pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's shown to be a really, really good contributor to this team. Um, obviously, you know, the Nets will have to go back to the drawing board and figure out who they are. I don't know. Some of these contracts, these one-year contracts, you know, do some of these veterans continue to take the vet minimum like this Blake Griffin come back, you know, do they keep Joe Harris? Uh, you know, does Jay, do they keep James Harden? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I felt kind of... I think they're going to bring... Because KD, James Harden, and Kyrie all have one more year together, mm-hmm. and then they have a playoff option for 2022-2023 season. Personally, I felt like the Nets should have never broken the core of what they had last mm-hmm. from last season because you think about it they had Karis Levert and you know whoever else they they got rid of um, yeah like you keep those guys together I think this series is I think they win this series with Kyrie and KD um, I think James Harden which now your fun fact from a couple of weeks ago remains 
true that only one player from that Oklahoma City Thunder team has a championship. <laughs> so that remains intact. <laughs> so also uh, uh, Spencer Dimwiddle uh Dimwitty, That's right. Uh, opted out. Opted out so he's going to become a restricted free agent. Yeah, so I just feel like they he was another one that would have been really, really helpful in this series, but I feel like they should have stayed with it. But it's too late now. They're late. stuck with these guys, and uh, they're they're going to hit the banana boat, I assume. Um, but let's move on to the Clippers and Suns. Yes, and before Game we start one. on this, shoot. Well, actually, no. We got to do the conclusion of this of or the other series. Okay, that's Clippers perfectly fine. And the Jazz. And I'll say this beforehand. Doc did say in his PC oh, yeah, that that's right. a series was going to end Friday, and by gosh, he was right. He didn't say which team, but he said 18. And it just so happened to be in this series. Doc, the Clippers pulled it out. They had a man of a game. No, oh, goodness. Because someone had to man up. Man, that guy played out (laughs) of his mind. You hear me? That guy played out of his mind. Terrence Mann played out of his mind. And you know what I loved about it is he didn't even look like he was happy. Like, until... Even though they were up by 10, like it yeah. was like two minutes left. They're oh. up. Now, actually, it was one minute left. It was one minute. And they're up. Yeah, they're up by 10. And he's just like, I mean, stone focused. Like, now nah, skip know, all that. You that, that's skip all that you, you talking about. Kinda, that's kind of what you want, though. You, you, yeah. you know why? Because the way the NBA plays right now, and this is kind of what happened with this game, you could be, you could be uh, up by 25. All it takes is two three pointers, and you're kind of right back in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I hated it because obviously I think a lot of people were rooting for Donovan Mitchell because it's the Jazz. They're a small market team. And, you know, I think you always want the small market teams to kind of win. And Donovan Mitchell has been playing really, really well. Um, It just so happens that they came across a guy who, as Donovan Mitchell said, man, that guy only missed six shots. (laughs) <laughs> and he couldn't believe it. I mean, six six shots from the floor. Um, but the guy scored 39 points in Kawhi's absence, which is good because Marcus Morris went down back to his normal self. Um, you know, they didn't really get a lot of contribution from Kennard and Rondo and Zubak. Um, Patrick Beverly hit a big three in that last minute. Um Obviously, Reggie Jackson and Paul George scored, and even Nicholas Batum showed up. But the 39 points from Terrence Mann, it's like you got to ride the hot hand. And yeah. um, I know Steve Ballmer was super hyped about this because I mean, Ballmer, have, have you seen what he does whenever <laughs> he gets excited during the game? Uh, well, it looks like he almost blows a freaking gasket every time. <laughs> well, that, like, like I kind of don't want to sit next to him because it's almost like he's trying to strangle the person next to him. Which is like, oh god! But of course, the big story out of this particular in the series is the way, uh, or the liability of the current reigning defending 
three-time or as Doc says, four-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, because he was the one defending Terrace Mann, and he didn't even try to get to the perimeter for some of those threes that he hit. True. That's true. I so mean a lot of and, the and, point, it was towards him. And it just so happens that <sighs> Terrence Mann was just out there dunking on people. So I mean I don't know. <laughs> he did dunk on Rudy there before, but yeah. the Clippers pulled it out. They finally they made it to the Western Conference Final for the first time in team history. Yeah. Which is why we yeah. just that. But of course, Doc, like you said, let's get to game one. The game Clippers one. heading to the Valley of the Sun. To without take Chris Paul. The Suns. Without Chris Paul, who, of course, uh, is dealing with uh, COVID uh, protocols. So that's a huge problem that the Clippers lost to Phoenix without Chris Paul. That's, that's a mighty blow. Um, that's something that... It's not. That's... That's a huge loss. Um, and the Clippers came out hot. Um, they were winning most of the game by between three to ten points, I believe it was. Uh, maybe three to seven, three to eight. Um, obviously, Terrence Mann, nine points. You know, it wasn't like, you know, he he, he only missed one shot. But and that's I just, what I was going to say. It wasn't uh, like he, he, you know, didn't make all the shots. Like, he, he got shots. He just didn't get enough shots. Right. At all. Right. Uh, Reggie Jackson and Paul George still did their thing. Um, DeMarcus Cousins actually had a a sighting. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like they went, you know, went to the bench a little bit to see what they can muster up. Uh, Obviously, Nicholas Batum is he's going to give you what he can. Marcus Morris, three for 11, 0 for 5. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's no good. So I think they should drop those touches, no touching, from Marcus Morris and Nicholas Batum and get Terrence Mann up there so that he can get paid. <laughs> I think he should get paid, but, you know, just, just like we like to do, shout-outs to our Oregon listeners, uh, Boardman does get paid. But this was really the Devin Booker show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Devin Booker show, triple-double. The other eight and no slouch either gotten a drop. Uh, 20 points, 10 for 14 from the field. Like this, when the Suns decided they wanted to ramp it up, they ramped it up. Uh, Cameron Johnson came off the bench and dropped a good solid 12 points as well, too, in 24 minutes. Like they did their thing, which is why I don't want to discredit what the Suns did without Chris Paul. Because even though he wasn't there on the floor and they mentioned it after the game, he gave them that motivation. <laughs> Of course, of course. I just, like I said, they did this. They won the game without Chris Paul. It's not about taking anything away from them because, you know, obviously if they would have lost, the media would have said, oh, my God, they're missing like, Chris Paul. Oh, my Paul. gosh, they're missing Chris Paul. Like, and and right. with the media, you, you can't win because either you need to win with all the people or you lose because of this one person. You get all this uh, praise because you won without this one P. Or, you know, oh, well, you know, such and such. Like, no, I don't care about what the media have to say. They have so much bias. It's ridiculous. Right. So right. let's talk about this final uh, series. Well, hold on. Uh, I just need to say uh, they told us 
to trust the process. Trust the process, they say. Oh my God, it's going to work. the process. You said. Well, so this is what I said. The, pro- the process worked. I think people, people must have thought that the process meant winning a championship. And I don't think it was ever about winning a championship. I don't think it was about winning a championship. No, I, I mean maybe in their in somebody's deluded mind, sure. The process was about getting Philly back to being competitive because when they started the process, they were not competitive at all. They were actually toward the bottom of the, I guess, the East at that time. So you you go out, you get Embiid, right? They get no, they got Simmons first. Yep. No, He's it was hurt. Indeed first. It was Embiid. It was Embiid. Okay. So they go out and they get Embiid. He's hurt. All right. They go out and get Simmons. He's hurt. They actually went out and drafted um crap. What was that? He was the person that I think started it. Oh my goodness. Oh, why can't I think of his name? Mark L. Fultz. Yep. No, he also got Yeah, he also got drafted too, and there was another one too. Um it was another big man that also got drafted. It was like they went like three straight years with like big men. So they, and I know they drafted, I feel like they drafted Fultz before Simmons because after they drafted Simmons, they sent Fultz out. It was, I think, I think you're right. I don't know. It's a ridiculous process. It was like four uh, or five years of them just getting like top five picks. Right. So, process in my opinion was really just to make them more competitive um which they did i mean the turnaround was amazing what brent brown was able to do you know he he stayed with it he you know and then eventually they let brent brown go and i think that's when the process started to kind of you know kind of do one of these kind of things just like tailspin off right so you bring doc rivers in then Daryl Morey goes and tells Houston that he's going home to spend time with his baby girls. And then he comes over and joins the process, right? He he comes in to kind of add his his, uh, analytics to the process, right? I'm going home. I'm going to spend time with my baby girls. Oh, nope. Psych your mind. I'm going to Philadelphia to have cheesesteaks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. So Doc Rivers, you know, goes – from Clipper, the Clippers, where obviously he's never made it to the Western Conference Finals because you just broke the news that they've never made it to the Western Conference Finals ever. So Doc couldn't get them there. You already know Daryl Morey can get you up to the Conference Finals. He's done that, but he can't get you to the next level. The 76ers, before the process, weren't getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they might have made it once. Last uh, two years ago, when Kawhi hit the big shot in the corner, was that that was the Eastern Conference Finals, or was that the semis? That was the semis because the Eastern so, Conference Finals is when they essentially shut down Giannis. So <clears throat> you have three components: you have the actual 76ers, their new coach, and their new I'm taking care of my baby girls general manager Daryl Morey, who's all about analytics, right? Um, which Ben Simmons doesn't fit his analytical componenting plan because number one, he can't shoot threes. Um, so you have three components, all which 
only one third actually got to a conference final. So how in the world was this supposed to work? How was it supposed to work? Oh, I don't know. I just wanted to watch the games. That's honestly what I wanted to do. I mean, um, <clears throat> great, great regular season, but it, it just how was it supposed to work? Nothing. Regular season, yeah. Number one seed. Remember, that's what I said. I said number one seed, right? Number one seed. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, so they lost. Let's go over it. Um, so the Atlanta Hawks closed them out um, last like night. Talk about Game Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not going to talk about Game Six. Uh, Atlanta closed them out. Um, and this is kind of what I mentioned. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't going to be just Trey Young. It's really going to come down to the bigs. You know. John Collins stepped up. You know, he's been dunking on people. He's been rebounding like a madman. Capella, 13 points. But, of course, Kevin Herter. And I always think I say his name wrong. I'm just going to call him Kevin H for right now. We're going to call him no, Kevin it's Homa. It's Herter, okay. It's I, was, I was about to go Kevin Home alone, but now on. Oh, uh, 27 points, Folks, seven I rebounds. That. I have to explain what just <laughs> happened just then. Kevin! <laughs> IHR right actually to like kicked her door open and it's just glaring daggers at Doc right now. <laughs> Listen. Listen. He, he's about uh, to get in so much trouble right now. But yes, Kevin Herter had Kevin! I mean, honestly, this was this is normally what you would want as a pretty solid defensive team. You don't want the star player to beat you. We you want right. someone else to beat you. Well, right. someone else beat you. He really stepped up, and I think this is what they wanted all along. And and Philadelphia has to really, really be, I would say, I'm going to say happy and thrilled that the two young players and Cam Reddish and DeAndre, um, I can't think of his last name right now, but the two rookies, the two young players that they didn't play because they would have been in a world of trouble, mm-hmm. um, DeAndre Hunter. So to me, it's like, they're lucky. So, but Gallinari stepped up. Her, Kevin Home Alone stepped up. Um, Bogdanovich, I mean, get him out of there, right? Get Herter in there. Get Gallinari in there. Get Lou Williams in there. And guess what? They turned it around. And the process, as we know it, is over. Because you know what you have to, you know, you have to do now at this point. Now you have to choose. Like, do you want to build around Embiid or do you want to build around Simmons? Because Eventually, they are going to build around Embiid. Embiid is this has been Simmons last season in Philadelphia, and, and you said that right before we started. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. <clears throat> I thought they should have kept Markel Fultz. Um, I thought Markel Fultz was a solid player. Obviously, he battled some injuries, but I think you you keep Fultz and run Simmons. They could have ran a nice two guard back, um, but I don't even know what you get for Ben Simmons. Because because you, uh, you know what you just what, what we just witnessed. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he has just signed a five year, you know, hundred seventy seven million the, the, contract. The, 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 the fact the fact that the fans lost their minds when he hit a jump shot tells you <sighs> they went absolutely bananas when he hit a jump shot. Yikes. 
Yeah. So let's go. I'm going to just run to sports track really <laughs> quickly. Uh, so here's a problem. I mean, Ben Simmons makes $30 million right now, 24 years old. Right. I believe that not only does he make, you know, up, you know, up to 30 million, but I believe Tobias Harris also makes that, that much money. Um, so, so he makes 32 million, 34, I think at this point. He might be gone too. So it's going to be tough. I'm telling you exactly what's going to happen. They're going to trade Ben Simmons. Tyrese Maxey's going to become the new starting point guard. Uh, mm. They're going to do a sign and trade for Tobias Harris, most likely, to get his salary off the books. So this is where I could see the Rockets. I could I could see the Rockets taking an advantage of this. So here's the thing about it, though. But I told you that you gave me Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you got to let me finish. Though. You got to let me finish. The only thing about this is since they're trading Ben Simmons now as opposed to last year, they may have to give up a first-round pick for a team to even consider taking on this salary, similar to what the Thunder did. Yes. The Thunder took Kemba Walker and a first-round pick from Celtics. So if Ben Simmons comes over in this in a trade to anywhere, they're probably going to have to send a first-round pick with him. And that stinks because then it's like you're losing draft capital, but who's taking thirty something million dollars for a guy who can't for hit a jump a shot? Who, who don't? Who, who not so much? Okay, so we need to say this right now, and you know it needs to be established. It's not that he cannot shoot it; he lacks the confidence to want to shoot. That's what people need to understand. He lacks the <laughs> confidence to want to shoot. And people are highlighting when he was like right underneath the basket, he was able to get the defender off of him. And instead of him going up for a dunk, he passed it off. Like that shows a lack of confidence to want to do that. But he's not good. He's just focusing on strength. He should be posting up. Like there's nothing wrong with posting. Like just it's you're okay. Speaking, like you're, you're speaking to the choir here. <laughs> yeah, like it's okay. You're six nine, you're six ten. Six nine. Back that thing up like it's juvenile. No. <laughs> and as I mentioned at the top of the episode, when I said stay classy Philadelphia, uh, towards the end of the game, a fan decided to throw debris onto the court because, of course, they were going to do that for a game seven when it has been revealed to them that their team is not going to make it to the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. They proceeded to do that. That was just very classic. Well, that happened. Um, I know really quickly here, I know we're running a little on time. Let's talk about that all-rookie team um, really quickly. I know Cole Anthony was mad about the snub, the young rookie from the Orlando Magic. Um, but really quickly, the all-rookie team, Tyrese Halliburton, Jake Sean Tate, Isaac Okoro, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, Patrick Williams, Desmond Bain, Emmanuel Quigley, LaMelo Ball, and Anthony Edwards. Really, really great contributions from these players. Um, I can understand why Cole Anthony would be upset, but 
it was enough guards. I think just having LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards and Emmanuel Quigley, that automatically kind of pushed him out of the running. If we're doing the whole position max thing absolutely, that we talked absolutely. about, uh, that's it. Uh, but we know that you found this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. But if you did not, you can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends to not only listen to this episode, but all the ones from the past. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go back to the dark side of the ring. And then we're back Monday through Friday here, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more news, more analysis, and the read.